Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Anyway, hello. Yes, welcome back to the Dolphin Series Trek Culture's premier social event where we tell you loads loads of things you didn't know about ships you already knew lots about. And today it's another Enterprise video. We've done the original Enterprise, we've done the movie Enterprise, we've done the movie Enterprise A, we've done the Enterprise B, we've done the Enterprise D, we've done the Enterprise E, we've done the Enterprise Kelvin timeline. We haven't done the Enterprise J, but I would really like to, and today we're talking about the Enterprise! The original Enterprise, technically, in Strange New Worlds. Now all we really know about this show is a lot of the casting has been done, and a lot of the casting is absolutely excellent. We've seen a few things on Paramount and CBS, looking forward to the show where Anson Mount is back as Captain Pike. Spock's there, number one's there, there's loads of other little references to the original series, and this is all about the adventures of the Enterprise prior to the introduction of Captain Kirk. We're all very excited for it, but what do we know about the ship? Huh? Well, we ain't seen too much of it in the marketing, but we did see quite a bit of it in Star Trek Discovery, and they have published little tidbits, little bits of information that we can't extrapolate from. And of course, as you know by now, if you're a long-term viewer of the series, Paul, our god writer, finds out absolutely everything about these, so you don't have to. And also, so I don't have to. I can just talk about it. Now we're going to learn loads more about it when the show actually starts, and we might end up having to do a 10 Things You Didn't Know About the Strange New World Enterprise refit episode at the end of all that. But until then, my name is Adam Cleary, and these are 10 Things You Didn't Know About the Star Trek Strange New Worlds Enterprise. Number 10. Oh, they just, they love to change things. Right, so, uh, this Enterprise originally debuted at the end of Star Trek Discovery Season 1. It is on screen for a total of 18 seconds, and yet so much work, so much work went into the design of this ship, just for that. John Eves, Scott Schneider, and William Budge, they were the team put together to come up with this part redesign, part homage, part accurate representation of the Enterprise for the end of that show, and my god, my god, the sleepless nights. And while the changes aren't maybe immediately visible when you actually study it, they have done loads of things to Matt Jeffrey's original design. It has an elongated look to better fit the vibe of all the other ships in Discovery. It has more convincing and detailed hull panelling. It has glowing engine grills, which Gene Roddenberry originally wanted for the original series, but they couldn't do. And they even modified the dimensions on the outside so that the stand-in sets they used for the inside would better match Discovery. And believe it or not, they actually incorporated elements from the NX-01 from Enterprise to make it seem less advanced than Discovery herself. Like the hull plating, the panelling, even the colour of it was supposed to look like a bit of a downgrade. And the idea for this was that it wasn't actually supposed to look like Kurt's Enterprise yet. This was supposed to look like a ship that could eventually advance and evolve into Kirk's Enterprise, which is... 
It's a lot of thought to put into an 18 second shot. Number nine, 25% different. Now, if you were anywhere near Reddit or just some of the more sarky YouTube channels that cover the subject matter, there was an interview that did the rounds that said that the Enterprise, this Enterprise, had to be 25% different from the original Enterprise. This was a throwaway line, but people managed to extrapolate in their mad brains that this meant that they didn't own the rights to the original Enterprise and so legally needed to make it 25% different. Got to the point where CBS had to put out a statement that said, and I haven't actually read it, I'm just gonna paraphrase it, what are you idiots on about? Of course we own the rights to the original Enterprise. That's why the original Enterprise is in this show and we market the hell out of it every single chance we get. What is wrong with you? Go outside, touch some grass. And then of course, really, really, weird ones amongst you use that 25% thing to be like, oh, actually, they don't own any of the rights to Star Trek. It's actually 25% different, which actually means that Star Trek Discovery isn't real Star Trek. <laughs> I'm very intelligent. No, it wasn't that. They wanted it to be 25% different because they had like 50 or 60 years of better VFX to play with. So they gave them license to change it by 25% to have fun with that, but also keep it 75% as in the overwhelming majority like the original. What is wrong with some of you? Number eight, Size Queen. Now, Discovery presented a bit of a problem for the Enterprise because they'd already established that this was in that timeline. It was part of the Prime timeline, as it's called. But Discovery was something like two and a half times the size of the original Enterprise, which is fine when the show is about Discovery, but when you have to put them next to each other, it does make it look very small. It's very small and wee and unimpressive. So they sat down and they were like, well... We're gonna have to scale it up. Maybe it gets smaller in the future. Maybe that's the way it evolves in the Kirk's Enterprise. They just shrink it right down because for some reason they want smaller starships. But while it's on that show, next to Discovery, it's gotta be bigger. Cause otherwise it's gonna look stupid. Now this ain't canon. This is not canon. They included a visual Easter egg, which according to the producers is just like a bit of fun. It's not actually the specs. It's on screen. It does technically say that the Discovery Enterprise is 1,450 feet long. Just, just for comparison, the original Enterprise was 946 feet long. That is, that is a whopping, a whopping difference. Uh, I kind of get why, because that would have just looked, that would look crap, wouldn't it, next to it? Number seven, bridging gap. All right, now as we discussed in the video for the Kelvin Timeline Enterprise, yes, the original design of the bridge is iconic and it's great, but it was very much a 1960s TV set. And even if you haven't got a multi-million dollar movie to produce, you're just doing something for television, these days you could do, oh, you could do a lot better than that. A lot better. But of course, the pitfalls are people don't want you to do a lot better than that. They want things that are nice and familiar. They want nostalgia. They want to be able to go, oh, that was the thing I remember from when I was young. So if you are going to make it nicer for television, you've crucially not got to make it too nice because all y'all get mad. And if you look at the bridge and compare it to the original one, what they did was pretty simple. They took all the original dimensions, all the original placements, the entire original layout, and they just shifted it shifted it out, shifted it away, just made it a little bit made it a little bit bigger, made it a little bit more impressive, kept everything where it was, kept the step down from the captain's chair the same, put the positions all the same, they just made it bigger. Like, 25% different, you might say. 
They actually got to use some really cool stuff on this, which they'd never used in television before, like a thing called metal powder coating. So instead of making everything out of wood, because it's a TV set, they'd made it with metal and covered it with this really shiny powder. So it looks amazingly futuristic. That's why it's got that lovely orange glow to it. And apparently they had so much fun putting this together, coating everything in this lovely automotive paint to make it really magical and shiny, that apparently they're going to do that with every Star Trek going forward. So if you hate the look of this bridge, I've got some bad news. However, if you're normal, I've got some good news. Number six, choose your pain. So when the first filmed the Enterprise bridge in Discovery, they had not actually, technically, if we're being completely honest here, finished the bridge set. That was... That hadn't been done. Now, they had a bit of a problem, you see. They hadn't done the view screen, because in Discovery, the view screen is clearly just a big glass window that doubles as a viewer, because that's kind of how we think about glass and technology these days. But in the 1960s, it was just a screen stuck on a wall. Like, it very clearly is not a window. When that is turned off, you don't see anything. It's, it's, not, it's not a window. So they didn't want to mess with that too much by putting that in if it wasn't going to be... I'm spinning around here. By putting that in if it wasn't going to be there all the time, you know? So they had to do it with CGI, because they hadn't built it yet, and they couldn't decide exactly how they wanted to do it, so they had to get their brains together and have a think about how they wanted to keep the original feel of the original bridge with the fact that they just really like having windows in the front of Starship bridges now. And you know what they did? What a callback. The bridge, the view screen of the bridge of the Enterprise in Strange New Worlds is made of, anybody, anybody? Transparent aluminium. Sorry, sorry. Transparent aluminum you know, from the film. So when they're in battle, when things are happening, it's just a solid metal wall, but they can turn it into a screen when they need to because it's made of transparent aluminium and they can look through it when they need to because it's transparent aluminium. That's just, it's a callback to the search for Spock. It's so good. No, the voyage home. Search for Spock, gee, what, what, what am I? What am I, an idiot? That's nice, that's clever. It's, it's good, isn't it? It's clever, it's heritage. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Number five, reddish orange, really. All right, so Discovery was very different. It did not look how we expected Star Trek to look at that particular period in Star Trek, but then when they brought the Enterprise in, they had a chance to, you know, it didn't have to look like Discovery. They could have as much fun as they wanted with it, so they went to lengths to try and hark back, hark back to that 1960s aesthetic. That's why they got all them jelly bean buttons back from the original series, and nothing like mad iPhone touchscreens that Discovery has. They went, then I get them recut in because it didn't fit the console, but they did it, and it looks amazing. Now, there was a bit of a controversy with the colouring of the inside of the ship because it was really, it was really orange. It was really, really orange. And Philippa Georgiou even goes, orange? Really? And people on the internet were like, yeah, why is it orange? The original Star Trek set was red. Now, Tamara Deverell, who worked on the show and helped design these sets, she actually addressed this and she was like, that really annoyed us, the reaction to that, because we spent hours, hours looking at shots from the original series. And honestly, sometimes it looks red and sometimes it looks orange. She even made a little note to the writers and said, look, this line makes me uncomfortable because it's maybe not supposed to be orange. It's supposed to be like an orangey red and a lot of people think it is red, but they wrote her back and said, look, this is why we love you, that you care about this stuff. But honestly, it's going to be fine. It's, look, it's not like big fans of major long-standing franchises get really annoyed about tiny little things being slightly wrong. Just chill out, right? So anyway, they went with orange. They like that it's orange. It looks really good that it's orange. And technically, the original series was kind of orange anyway. So again, leave the house. Number four, before the prequel. So here's a little wrinkled slash plot hole. When she's introduced at the end of Discovery Season 1, she's had a catastrophic systems failure. Everything's broken on her, except for life support. So the Discovery has to, has to go and help. Do you, know, do you know what that was? Like, yeah, they were investigating the first of the Red Angel signals, and there was a catastrophic failure. Stamets is even like, hell of a ship. I don't know what would have to happen for that to happen. And do you know what it was? Nobody does. They never told us. I mean, yeah, fair enough. It's just a plot point to get Pike onto Discovery and it didn't really matter in the end. It's not really part of the show, but it just it was a bit odd. A bit odd. The Enterprise, the grand impressive flagship of the fleet. It wasn't in the war, it was on its five-year mission, but here it is. Catastrophic systems failure. Ooh. What, what could have caused that? Ah, well, you see, dear viewer, it was reasons. Now, there are, yes, some semi-non-canon, like, B-source material that does explain what happened to it. There's a couple of books it's covered in that all lead up to its time in Discovery, but none of them, none of them technically true. None of them have been confirmed to have happened, so... Ah. Number three, Turbo-Rama. Right, season three, You Are That Hope, part two. There is that really just weird shot of the turbo lift being in this huge cavernous space full of like other roller coaster turbo lifts and machinery, as if they're in the very center of some mad, horny machine planet. I didn't, I didn't understand that. I didn't hate it. It looked great, but I didn't understand it. Technically, there was a short track as well, which showed this weird funhouse turbo lift system, but they never really, other than just them taking artistic license with the interior of this ship, no explanation was really given for that because it's what it is. The thing you've got to remember here is that what it is, is impossible. But one turbo lift problem they did solve on Enterprise was even going all the way back to the original series in the 60s. People would rightly point out that the big bump at the back of the bridge on the outside of the shot did not match up with where the turbo lift was on the inside of the shot. Like, if you think, think I'm Kirk, right, and I'm facing directly forward, right, the turbo lift is over my left shoulder. However, on the outside of the shot, the turbo lift's at the very center, so it should be right behind me, which means the bridge is at a weird angle. 
Now, a little bit of a boring story for you. That's how they originally wanted the bridge to look, and they'd already made the model for the show, but then they actually put the set together. And like, actually, it's really weird having a bright orange door behind Kirk, and if somebody comes in, he has to turn all the way around, so it should be over his left shoulder. So, A, it's out of frame when we're looking directly at him, and B, he can just sort of turn his head gently. But they already made the model. This was the 1960s. They didn't have money to just go make another Enterprise model, so you had to live with it. But they have solved it for the Strange New Worlds Enterprise, because, yes, that is the turbo lift shaft, but not where the turbo lift door is. You get in the door, and then it goes and then drops down so that's where the bump is that's why the bump is there just live with it number two reduced reused and recycled starships <laughs> yes, uh, one for long-term fans this one where we point at a set in Star Trek and go guess where else that's from now, caveat, yes, by the time the show starts, it probably would have fixed this, but the show hasn't started yet at the time of me recording this. They've just, they've just filmed it, so it's not yet my problem, so we're going with it, and you'll like it. All the interiors of the Enterprise are just the sets from Discovery repainted. Now, these Discovery sets include the briefing room, which you first see in Choose Your Pain as the meeting room of Admiral Cornwell's Starbase, then as Disco's briefing room in Will You Take My Hand, the transporter room, heavily modified for its appearance in Q&A, The Trouble with Edward and Ask Not, the brig, repurposed in Brother and Such Sweet Sorrow Part 2 as Spock's quarters, and of course, all the corridors. Number one, retconstitution class. You know what, Paul? Your hit rate isn't great, but when you hit... Now, a lot of work went into this redesign. A lot of work. It is not the same as the original Kirk Enterprise. They changed loads of stuff about it because television has changed and VFX have changed and the show demanded that it change as well. It's not the same thing, even if it is the same ship. Like, all the officially licensed merchandise say, this is, this is it, this is the ship Kirk had just before, so it's different. But the thing is, that's a very palatable way to just say, we have retconned this starship now because we can do much better things with it than we could 50 years ago. Just deal with it. And the reason we're going to have to deal with it is because this new version of the Enterprise has cropped up in several short treks and in Star Trek Picard, which is, of course, way, 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 way in the future compared to Discovery. It's a big hologram in Star Trek headquarters. So that's... That's just the Enterprise now. And the thing is, you shouldn't get upset by this because Star Trek is very cohesive. It doesn't just change stuff all the time, but it does change stuff and it normally changes stuff for the better. Like look at the design of the Borg when they were first introduced versus how they looked in First Contact and Voyager. Remember James R. Kirk, for example, Spock's laser brain, all this, all this stuff. Like they do just go, look, Sometimes we've got a better idea and we should just quietly forget about what came before. But at the same time, this is not simply making the Borg look better or changing James Kirk's initial or Spock being really emotional. This is like the design of the original Enterprise and people will, as we've discussed, get really mad online about that. So you can understand why they're saying, look, don't worry about it. It's not the same. It's just different in the past. If you really, if it really matters to you that it's the same ship in both of these shows, even though they're made 50 years apart, if that matters to you, then do you know what? You can have that because... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Doesn't matter, it's made up. But for those of us in the real world, that's a retcon. That's a retcon, and it's a good retcon because it looks better. Sorry.